Hello and welcome to Gink Gink the drink. drink. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to Gink That Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. I am Chrissy Lins, a comedian director at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. And with me, as always, is fellow comedian at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater, Nate McQuota. Hello, Chrissy. And oh. oh gosh, you know what we love to do? We love to make up drinking game rules and play along with our favorite episodes of our favorite show, Supernatural, in the hopes What is of- Supernatural? I'm not aware of that show today. No, you've never heard of it? Never heard never of heard it in my of- life. There's only one show I have heard of on this day, Chrissy. Oh, what's what show is that? It's a show that that unfortunately only has a pilot episode. Oh, never no. made it past the pilot, I don't believe. And it's called Ghost Facers, Chrissy. Ghost. Ghost, ghost Facers. It's oh. a ghost when the others will not. We are, and we are ganking the drinks when others will not. While drinking, or while watching Ghost Facers. And we're staying in the kitchen when the kitchen gets hot. And we're ganking the drinks, whether they're cold or they're hot. I've already written the song. I should. We should have just opened the show with the whole thing. Anyway. Anyway, we're talking ghost facers, Chrissy. We are. We're talking ghost facers today. Um, we so we make up drinking game rules for every episode. We play along with them. We tell you how they played out. So feel free to listen to the rules, pause, watch the episode, and come back to hear the recap. Or you know, I know some of you are just here for the recap, so that's fine. But on this fine day, what rules do we play along with? Season three, episode thirteen. Ghost Facers. All right. Supernatural 313. Uh, Ghost Facers. We are talking Harry and or Ed. You can play any variation of this rule. You can make it one drink. You can make it a sip. Uh, we, I think when we played, chose to make it when it was like one of their names said as basically like a singular line or like with just like a little extra, extra meaning or oomph. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to it. So uh, uh, again, that's one that I I just I love in all their episodes. They say their names a bunch, like it's a dang Dawson's Creek episode. And, yep, uh, they sure do. Yeah. So uh, uh, that is one rule. Uh, the next rule is going to be just ghost facers in like any of its most pure forms, uh, including if you are playing in a group and you want to like waterfall the intro song or take sips or, you know, maybe just not do the intro song and do any other time. It does it throughout the show. I got uh, in the song as one. Yeah, basically that's what I did as well. Uh, just count the song as one and move on. Uh, we are playing as always the gank rule, uh, the which gank I think rule. we've, we've established as maybe an all time rule here. Uh, at least if an episode where we notice it. Uh, yep. and then, uh, anytime there's a death echo, take a drink, take that drink, uh, take a drink for every bleep. And Which I think I even so many missed of. one. Even I think when I did my rewatch just before this. I was like, Oh, I think I didn't even count that one. Uh, and we're playing the Sammy rule. Sammy which rule. we always love. And then I, one of my favorite rules is the salt circle rule. 
and that is coming into play in this episode for sure. So, uh, which is take a drink if there's a salt circle, take two anytime someone steps out of the salt circle. And I want to make a nomination that I wrote down during my watch of this, which is, you know, I love to make uh, my favorite lines in yes. oh, shots do. Yes. slash two drinks. Um, take a shot slash two drinks anytime someone calls someone chisel chest. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot there's so much in this episode there's so many layers to it and uh, <laughs> yeah i love it so let's jump uh wait uh are you drinking anything this evening or did you write down what you drank when you did the watch um i am i'm drinking something very boring i'm drinking a topo chico exotic pineapple hard seltzer it's just Ooh. it's my go-to drink whenever i don't have anything fancy on hand that is plenty fancy uh, uh i know what that costs at the grocery store so that's that's, that's plenty fancy uh <laughs> i am drinking i'm actually drinking and not drinking i'm drinking the lagunitas Hoppy refresher uh, out of the variety 12 pack, the berry and lemon flavor. Oh, that uh, sounds cr- delish. Yeah, it is a zero alcohol, zero carb, zero calories, gluten free drink. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. sounds amazing. It is a zero alk sp- uh, splash with a zesty zing. It, it tastes pretty good. And uh, yeah, they have this whole line of, of hoppy refreshers, which are zero alcohol, like hop water. There's one that very distinctly tastes like hops. That's not this one, but now they have some flavored ones uh, from Lagunitas. So yeah. And I have to uh, give that a whirl. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's what I am drinking tonight. So uh, I, you want to jump? Are we jumping in? Are we We're jumping, jumping in? Let's We're leaping. Jump. Uh, We're getting in our into that bend, kitchen. Even though the kitchen is hot. Oh, stay in the kitchen when the kitchen gets hot. That is, I just love the lines of the song are so good. Um, so we we have our then. There's I honestly don't even. There's some sort of situation going on with the boys at this point. It's not terribly terribly relevant to anything that right. we're doing in this episode right. or anything at all. So uh, we we basically the main part of the then is that we're reminded of Hellhounds oh, of Hellhounds. Harry and Ed yep. and the Tulpa that the boys uh, took you know nearly got him killed in Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're reminded of them and we jump right into there's there's like not really a supernatural they like half do the supernatural uh whoosh title Mm -hmm. but like half don't do it it's very odd it's it's a strange choice uh and they but they jump right into uh harry and ed saying hello tv executives addressing uh male tv executives of course uh, uh not even considering there might be female tv executives and they are pitching their pilot uh, and and all the daring lengths that they went through to to get this to them, uh, and their their pitches that like it's the writer strike is happening, so like yeah we've got something no script here you go like and this was a thing the writer strike happened and like the big the big thing was out. all the reality shows this is where like house all the housewives shows came from this whole thing like everything. I mean, we Ed were already and Harry going are into so it. ahead of their yeah. time. They really are. They they are in so many ways. They actually invent the phrase FaceTime. 
as far as I'm convinced. Because uh-huh. I believe this came out before FaceTiming was a thing. Uh, and so uh, that's later on in the episode. But uh, they basically say, get ready because here comes uh, an amazing thing. So we get to uh, the Ghost Facers intro where we roll through the cast. And I love that they include Sam and Dean yep. in the cast. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Dean, of course, like flipping off the camera is his, <laughs> is his, uh, a little, little turn head. Uh, but we, we meet the ghost facers, which of course are Harry and Ed, but then we have, uh, Ed's stepsister, mm-hmm. uh, Maggie. And then we have the cameraman Spruce. Spruce. Spruce is the best. I love Spruce and I love Spruce's intro, his day job, Chrissy. He is a cart barn guy at the golf course, or at least yep. he's like a range picker at a range. Uh, I used to drive one of those little cars around. And I mean, I didn't work at a time of day when a lot of people were shooting at me like they did. But great job too. like, I'm sure there were like five PAs chucking golf balls at this dude as he drove. <laughs> what a fun day on set. Uh, but his intro is so good. Uh, he's on camera, on screen, very little, but he does a great job. Uh, and then Corbett, who is the emotional center of yep. this whole episode, played by, I I didn't bother to remember his name. Uh, Abby's going to yell it from the other room, I know. Uh, but it's the guy who plays Ted on Ted! Schitt's Creek. It's he, our Ted from Schitt's Creek. He's a little baby Ted. And I just, oh. Uh, I, for, I forgot when I chose this episode that he was in it. And then he pops on screen and I swoon. Oh, you can't forget Corbett. Swoon. Can't He's forget Corbett. I just forgot that Corbett was Ted. That's all. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we have our cast. Uh, and, of course, Sam and Dean are, are, are introduced at the in the credits of Ghost Facers, but we don't meet them till partway through the pilot. So the pilot, they show up to the house uh, one of my favorite lines is like, you didn't have a permit? Like, oh, right, a permit. Yeah, we should think about that next time. We should get that for next time. <laughs> uh, they cut, uh, But of course, the boys drive up while they're trying to break into the Morton house. So the, the Morton house is the is the location for this. This is the leap year ghost uh, that people every year try to stay the night on leap year and people go missing or the ghost facers at least think that people just chicken out. They don't realize there's a bunch of missing persons reports. Um, So they uh, get into the Morton house uh, by getting in, but the boys like roll up before they get in there and and they're just like, it's hillbillies. They're playing uh, we're an American band. Yeah, they're going there. They're playing that loud and proud. Got a few bars in there. I'm I'm surprised season three and they're paying for the music. That's that's. I think maybe one of the earliest actually like licensed songs outside of carry on or a Bob Seger that we've probably heard. I think everything else till, to this point is pretty generic. Uh, so anyway, they get into the Morton house. They set up base camp or as Harry calls it, the Eagle's nest, the Eagle's nest. They get, we get and a good the, montage. The, they've got a pretty good, like it really is like almost identical to like the ghost hunters international and like all those shows. Yes. All your travel got, channel. Like they got like 
the can the cameras that are attached to all their heads. They set up cameras in each of the rooms. They've yep. got the EMF. They've got the the different sensors and things. So I mean, they they've got a pretty expensive and extensive setup. Yeah, I want to where Harry and I got this funny. Oh, oh, because they have this great line in their intro of yeah, we pretty much run things at the Kinko, so we're off by six like every night. Yep. <laughs> And, and and so uh but they do you're right like there's some funding behind this pilot for sure they've got I the bet cameras. it's their parents they're like you can have you can have this money to buy your equipment but you got to take your sister and we definitely always see that because there's the scene where they're like uh set up before they go to the morton house and the garage opens and it's like the dad <laughs> like cut this out you can't put this in there and of course they but they do they put it yep. in the cut it's weird uh ends up not mattering but they put it in the cut so uh yeah they were back at the morton house and they're setting up and uh they're feeling pretty good about themselves they start checking everything checking rooms uh there's the great scene where harry gets they open the room and harry gets scared by the uh all the mice yeah, the gross dead mice. <laughs> the gross dead mice, and he runs away. That's a funny moment. They do a good job of like doing the uh, build the tension, build suspense. Uh, and again, it makes it they they wonderfully stylized episode, making it feel like one of those shows that you would find on the Discovery or you know just one of yeah. those like real ghost shows um, that are still very popular to this day. They're still still on very popular, very beloved time. by my by my kids. Are you into them? Do you do you I, fancy them? I don't because to me it's just I can't deal with the screaming. It's like yeah. quiet, quiet, quiet. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, oh my God, just tell me the history of the house that you're in. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> right. I like I prefer more of the of the ones that are like the narrative stylized, like reenactmenty types. Yeah. But the ones that are like yeah, we're going to go and camp in the house and get all the like real footage. Eh. Although there used to be a show called MTV's Fear that I loved where Ooh. they would make people like go to those places and like do dares and oh. they would win money if they did stay in the house overnight. I liked that show. That sounds fun. I never watched that. Maybe I'll check that out. I'm sure you can check anything. Out. It's probably on Paramount Plus. It's an MTV thing. Uh, yeah, so uh, they they get everything set up. They're checking out rooms. They're trying to figure it out. And then uh, uh, they split into the two groups. So you got Corbett and Ed. And they kind of start alluding to this a little earlier on. But basically, Corbett really has a thing for He's got Ed. a crush. He's oh, got, by the way. Yes. Dustin Milligan is Dustin Milligan, name. thank you. I knew once he said it. I, I just, I, I did not have it written down right in front of me. Uh, wonderful job, Mr. Milligan, if you're listening, by, by chance. Always a great job. And, uh, we uh, love you. Yeah, we love you. Come on the show. Uh, <laughs> just, just always throwing that out there, anyone. Anyone who knows him, let him know. Always welcome. So uh, we get... A death echo. They split into two groups. We get a death echo. Uh, and I believe it is the group with Harry. Harry and Maggie and Spruce all see it, correct? Because then it's Ed and uh, Corbett are split off. And right. it is a sky that gets like sh- all shot up. He's uh, like a gambler. Yeah. He says, it's all the money I got. And then gets shot. 
and then it goes away and they, uh, and they all, you know, they see the goat. So they are freaking out. They're loving it at that same time. Meanwhile, uh, the other two, uh, think that they're going to be seeing it, that, that they're seeing a ghost, that they got something. And it turns out it's Sam and Dean. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, we're cops show us ID and Corbett <laughs> gives him, <laughs> what does he call? He calls him Rambo. Yeah. Uh, cause he's in like, head to toe fatigues yeah yeah head to toe yeah fatigues and he's got like the the night vision and everything they call him robocop earlier on like i say corbett looking like robocop so ed obviously recognizes dean and sam says wait a minute you guys these guys aren't cops i i I know you and then the boys are like doing their thing like you got to get out of here you don't understand the freaking morton house uh, and I love, I love the conversation that the two boys have at some point. Like, hunt the Morton house. It's our grandkid. You, you said it'd be fun. Yeah, because we're we're still waiting for Dean to get uh, sucked down to hell. At Correct. This Dean only has a couple months left before he gets sucked down to hell. That is the uh, context of the season. Yep. Which you know, as we know, twelve years on, uh, <laughs> keeps going. So get sucked to hell all you want. Eventually, they just walk to hell. They just yeah. like they just they take, pop down to hell. It, you they take an express friend. train out of Lower Manhattan, and you get to hell eventually. Uh, yeah, so uh, the boys then show up and are like, "You guys got to get out of here. Someone's gonna get hurt. Something's gonna happen." Lo and behold, Corbett going off on his own because then they 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 discuss the death echoes. They show the boys the death, and the boys are like, "This isn't good. This isn't a ghost." This is something else. Uh, I love Spruce always following him around. Like, what's yeah. a death echo? <laughs> what do you mean you have two months left? Yeah, asking all the questions. <laughs> well, and it's like, and they explain a death echo is not a ghost. It's someone who's stuck in the moment that they died. So it's like, why is this deco- death echo in this house? It's none of the missing people that right. they can account for. Correct. So the boys are trying to figure it out. Uh, meanwhile, Corbett goes off to try to figure out for himself if he can communicate with the spirits. And boy, do they communicate. Because our friendly ghost guy, whatever he ends up being. Uh, Mr. Morton. Mr. Morton just takes him and he starts screaming. And we get the good, again, the wonderful job of like the little of the title at the bottom coming up and saying, you know, February 28th, 1159, February 29th, 12, and you get the like silence followed by another scream and they're, they're all looking for him. So uh, now the boys are really on the case trying to, to help save Corbett and they're looking through, they start tearing the house apart, looking through this guy's stuff and they discover that he is, was a janitor at the hospital. At the hospital. And uh, as they continue digging, they see all these like sea rations. Uh, he's got like uh, anti uh, nuclear, like what to do in case of a nuclear attack propaganda, like pamphlets sitting around. So like clearly this guy is like Cold War paranoid. He died in 64, I think is what they they said. Uh, and he died in the house. And that was the last time anybody had seen anyone in that house other than the people who then went missing because no, but no one saw it. anyway. So he uh, they, they start learning all this stuff. And like while they're trying to learn it and figure things out, all of a sudden he strikes again. Sammy goes missing. 
So yep. we're down. Sammy, did we see the train guy yet? Oh, there was the train guy. That is the second death I got. I think before the yeah, before they start doing the digging. Yes, there is the second death echo, which is the guy that gets hit, gets hit by the train. And that's when they're like, there's no freaking way this guy died there's here. There's no train here, yeah. Yeah, so there's no train. I'm glad we didn't see the third one, right? They never showed the third one. Thank goodness. Yeah, uh, I think the next one we see is... Is Corbett. Corbett. Because they said that the third guy that died, it was like a suicide. I'm like, a you suicide, know, good, yeah. good job not showing that, guys. <laughs> so... uh they get in. Sammy goes missing. And so this is when Dean really gets now is like, you know, freaking out because he's all by himself with all these amateurs uh, who are like making out with each other and fighting one another. <laughs> like they complete the ghost facers fall apart during all of this, just completely fall apart. Harry starts making out with Maggie Ed loses his mind. My best uh, friend and my sister. My best sister friend and my best sister uh yeah so uh they and dean's gotta break him up he's like we're already down two people let's get this figured out so dean all of a sudden is like wait a minute this guy he like brings home they they learn during all the you know like found the toe tags of the death echoes which is then when they're realizing that their bodies are somewhere here and that this janitor was doing inappropriate things with said bodies most likely well, he was just trying to have a birthday he was party. just trying to have a birthday party it's, it's, a, party. it's a really it's sad like you when you really think to. about that guy it's uh, i think later supernatural seasons may have tried to find a softer way to deal with this guy maybe even who knows uh he's he's still murdery though as a ghost that's crazy well, and that's cra- I think that's crazy too. Like because he didn't murder the people he stole from the morgue. No, he's just murdering people who come to stay in the house. So we should have th- seen some of their deca- death echoes too, or we should have seen their bodies at the party. Right, that's what I was thinking. And also, Sammy ex- sort like pseudo explains that this guy like locked the bodies in the bunker, and then. OD'd on horse tranks upstairs. Right. Like that was like very thin explanation of, of what actually happens. Like a very throwaway line. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but every time I've watched it for this, I'm like, gosh, they really phoned that one. <laughs> that one right. On the plot. It was all about Corbett and it was all about Corbett and Ed and it was all about just getting the ghost facer style on there and everything. So, yeah, uh, yeah we get uh, uh, Sammy's down there. He's tied up. He sees Corbett. He's trying to tell him to hang in there. Corbett gets murdered like right away. He gets ganked. He in gets the saddest, ganked. In the saddest way because he seems so scared. He's such he, a good actor. He is really good. Uh, and his eyes, just his eyes. And so then Sammy's got to stall until Dean can finally figure out that he's in the bunker and he gets down there. I don't remember when this is, but one of my favorite moments is when Harry tries to kick down a door and they're like, dude, just the knob. (laughs) Just use the knob. (laughs) And then they use the knob and he kicks it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) He kicks it around. I think that's when he does the mice. I think it's when he finds the mouse. I think that's when it... uh, 
And so, uh, yeah, they get down to the basement. We get our fight with the ghost. Uh, uh, but actually, before they get down to the actual ghost, Dean and Spruce get separated from Maggie, Harry, and Ed. And we have the great line where Dean says, go in my duffel bag, get the salt out, pour it in a circle, get inside. And then Harry and Ed sit there inside. Inside the duffel bag? <laughs> in the circle. Uh, it's so good. Like They take so many opportunities to kind of make a meal of some of the like basic stuff. Even they this, do. you know, like late in. I love it. I love Inside it. The <laughs> Inside the duffel bag? Inside the duffel bag. So Dean, and, uh, Dean gets to fight the bad guy. Uh, he shoots him with the he shoots him with the rock salt down in the basement. Gets Sammy untied. They get back up topside. Uh, and, but before they do, the the three in the circle see Corbett's death. Corbett's death that go. And this is they like seem so sad and scared. Yeah, very sad, very scared, and they're able to wake him up because uh, uh, they explained earlier in the episode that you can wake a death echo out of its loop by if you like had a personal connection with it. They make a very like clear point of saying that uh, is the way it can happen. So Ed steps in front of Corbett and says that he loves him, and like again, times that this was written, they make like. several references of like gay love and it's like yeah if it were written even a few seasons later they would have just said love and it would have been that and it's just like one of those things that you're like man even this wasn't that long ago that's how things were what is the lady says something like go go save that dead gay intern (laughs) yeah yeah go save that gay day yeah uh and then and then harry says it again like at the end like uh, like gay love can say like I don't know yeah it's just weird when they could have just said love and love that be love. that love is love, love friends is love. love is love ghost facers oh uh, yeah so uh, they they are able to shake Corbett out of his loop just in time because as they get everybody gets up back topside Mr. Morton is like attacking people again and Corbett like flies at him and tackles him and makes him disappear him away, kills yeah. him i guess i don't know if he kills him so much as like let's the i don't know does he drag like drag him into the light or does he just they, let them they just kind of like escape? meld and like dissipate it, it's very again when it came to the plot of this one it makes tons of sense very thin on some details it was very odd it was a little bit it's like it's a little bit like the larp and the real girl which just the uh he's gonna face tribunal somewhere in a fairy realm who knows why not yeah. he's going to the <laughs> sure the hollow forest we're planning on doing 15 season of the show it doesn't matter it doesn't. Uh, don't so, think too hard right. just enjoy all the bleeps which it's the best the police that I love. That they and I love the idea that Sam and Dean are out there like swearing constantly and we just haven't seen it in any right. of the other episodes. <laughs> I would love it, though, if they were always bleeped. It would be. It would be uh, pretty fun. Or if you if they did it like uh, where the, there's a couple of shows that do like the one an episode or something. Uh, we then get. First of all, there's the one. The one ghost facers that is over Ted's dead 
Yeah. And I'm, I sit there and I go, if you were making this as a pilot, there's so much wrong with it that you didn't have to do. Like, well, and I think Sam says it at the end, like you did, uh, you really walked the line between celebrating the life of your friend and grossly ex- exploiting, exploiting the, way the manner he died. of his death. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is exactly what the whole episode really uh, is. It's, but it's so funny. Uh, yeah. So they they get out of the house. They they do it. They're out of the house. And uh, we finally get like back to supernatural. And they, one thing that really like sort of struck me was that Sam and Dean give their like business card to all of the ghost facers in case they ever need their help. Right. Again. Yeah. They're part of the, they're part of the network. Now the ghost facers are like, now they're in, you know, they, they've, they've dealt with real stuff. They've had the Tulpa. They've had this. Now they're in the Sam and Dean call us if you need us network. Right. Which is a good place to be. Yeah. In the, in the supernatural world. Running around getting yourself into trouble like these cats do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get back to supernatural and they're all in the ghost facers, uh, garage and watching the footage. And the boys are like, honestly, it's not half bad. It's pretty good. Like how it turned out. We get the line from Sam about like good job on the Corbett thing, but not really. And uh, the boys leave a little duffel bag with a magnet in it to Breaking Bad their their butts. Yep, they erase they erase it before Breaking world Bad did is it. Not ready <laughs> before Breaking Bad did it. The world is not ready. No, the world might be ready now for like aliens, but the world is not ready for. Ghost I'm not faces. ready for aliens. I'm not ready for aliens. Have you thought about that? I haven't. I have, no, I don't want to think about busy. it. I don't want to talk about too it. I don't want to know about it. Yep. <laughs> so, I just love that that's something we just say now. Have you thought yeah. about the fact there might be aliens? Like, I have not. And no I one's shan't. told us. <laughs> uh, so that's Ghost Facers. And uh, Chrissy, let's talk rules. Let's talk rules because boy, oh boy, did I play a lot of rules. Yeah, I did, I did too. It was a heavy-handed one. Yep. All right, um, Harry's and Ed's. I got 5, 10, 15, 16. Yeah. Is that what you got? So I've got, I've got, I counted four Harry's, but then I counted uh, nine Ed's. So I'm at 13, but like, again, I'm there's at... so many in there. 16 17 18 i'm at 20 because i counted ed or harry and then i counted ed and harry ed and harry yeah so i'm sure it is more close to that because i think i just stopped writing things down <laughs> <laughs> uh all right ghost facers i counted the song as one yep so i got 12 12 you i get? got seven. Oh. huh but like again, maybe I just stopped marking at some point or wasn't counting. Like this, these Usually first I'm two. I'm the one who misses them, right? The one who gets right. Them. This is a turn, a turn of uh, drinks here. Uh, so we obviously had our one uh, gank. Yep, one gank. One gank. I count four death echoes. 
I also got four death echoes. Okay. I have eight bleeps. I also have eight bleeps. Yay. I thought maybe I missed one when I was rewatching here today. Uh, there's a really quick Dean one I thought I missed, but I must have caught it. Uh, I got three Sammies. I got three Sammies, too. Woo-hoo! We're uh, getting so much better at this. We are. We really are. It only uh, took us like five years. <laughs> uh, and then I got the uh, we made one salt circle and they left it twice. They left it twice. That's exactly what I got. Yay. We All did right. it. And, um, and then, of course, the line chisel chest when uh, chisel chest happens when once. Dean and Harry first. <laughs> hey, wait, aren't these the guys from Bleep in West Texas? Yay. Listen here, chisel chest. All right, Chrissy. That was Ghost Facers. We can go back to being Supernatural uh, drinking game podcast now, I guess. What's, what's next? You might what be is asking next? yourself. Well, up next, we're visiting Season 7, Episode 14, Plucky Penny Whistles Magical Menagerie. Yes! Do you remember this one? I do. It is. Uh, this is the. Hold on. I believe I remember this. This is the one with the um at the like kids place, the yep. like, Peter Pipery type place, and the uh-huh. kids drawing things. Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh! I don't know if the audience could hear that. That was a chill that just went up and down Ooh. my spine because Killing that's clowns, scary actually clowns. a creepy episode, it is. and I'm just realized I'm gonna have to watch it. Woo! Yep. <laughs> you gotta watch it. Season seven, episode fourteen, and here are your rules. Of course, the gank rule, Sammy rule, of course. Uh, take a drink anytime something explodes in glitter. Take a drink anytime there's a weird death. Not just a death, but a weird death. Weird death. Take a drink anytime someone refers to Plucky Pentacles' magical menagerie as Pluckies. Yes. Take a drink for a rainbow butt. <laughs> Take a drink when you see the countdown clock. Take a drink for skee-ball justice. (laughs) And take a drink for a lion chase. Yes. And that's all of the drinking game rules for Plucky Petty Whistle's Magical Menagerie. I love it. And I love that. I do love that episode. It's really good. It's one of my, yeah, I'm I'm so happy you chose it. Yay. Because it was one Um, that was on my list for sure. Thank you for listening. Thank you for playing along. Uh, We really appreciate you. Uh, Let us know if you got a different count than we did. If you played a different rule, if there's a rule you love that we're missing, uh, let us know. And if you really want to support the show, uh, become a member. You get a little bit of bonus action each episode and you get some uh, merch and swag from me. Um, and you know, while you're out there in the world, saving people and hunting things, you know, the family business, make sure to keep your lessons learned in mind. What are they, Nate? Don't face the ghosts. And you know what? Get out of the kitchen when the kitchen gets hot. Get out. Keep your Corbett's safe. Always. And we love Ted, Dustin, Milligan. And be excellent to each other. (laughs) And And party on, party on, dudes. dudes.